You're listening to Education Review Radio. Hello, I'm Wade Zaglis, the Education Editor for Education Review. New Tech Network Australia is a school development organisation operating in both Australia and the United States. The company works with school communities to redesign learning experiences, equipping students and teachers with the skills and ways of thinking that will be increasingly necessary in the modern world. Education Review spoke to former teacher and director of the Australian arm of operations, Brad Scanlon, about the key lessons of 2020 and why some pedagogical approaches need to change. Brad, across most of Australia, educators have never seen a year like 2020. Despite the setbacks, what do you think students and educators can be proud about? Uh, Well, thanks, Wade. Um, Yeah, it's been a challenging year um, across uh, all states of of Australia, in particular some of the the work that the... uh, Victorian schools have um, had to uh, endure in the teachers and uh, so I think they've got to be very, they should be very proud of themselves, they've worked really, really hard. Um, I think that they've uh, been able to work together really well. Um, I think that teacher collaboration within schools um, has been a real positive um, and the way in which um, they have you know, really rallied around um, you know, giving the best outcomes for the students in the, in the, the situations that we that unfolded, um, I think that you know um, uh, all of us in the communities, uh, parents, um, you know, members of the community that are, who don't have children, uh, all all did absolutely see that the teachers did a fantastic job. Obviously, technology was a necessity in getting many students through 2020 when lockdowns and school closures occurred. Do you think some of these more technological uh, styles of delivery are are here to stay? And will grow in popularity. Look, Wade, technology is one of these things. If if teachers and communities use technology as a tool and not a toy, then absolutely it's going to be um, going forward. Um, I think some of the things that um, schools, in particular, need to focus on when it looks at technology and, and how it, the technology can help deliver work is that schools need to ask themselves, how are we using this in enabling the students to use the skills that technology um, enables them for real world? So don't just use the uh, technology as a word processor Mm -hmm. or a research tool. Um, They have to use technology to aid in collaboration and communication. Um, They need to, um, you know, allow the students these ideas of... um, you know, using technology as a critical thinking tool. Um, so teachers uh, and schools have to shift um, the, the use of technology and back to that tool, not a toy, um, and uh, definitely not just a word processor or a research tool. So if, if schools and teachers can do that, technology within uh, the learning community is, is going to be absolutely uh, growing in the future. Do you think the current Australian curriculum sets a solid foundation for the future of students? I, I, I've noticed that uh, you you are uh, you have some reservations about that. Well, well can you share your short, your thoughts with us? Well, the, the Australian curriculum itself is uh, world class. There's no question about that. Um, it's it's the way in which teachers um, understand the curriculum and um, 
what it's trying to achieve um, is is an area where we can see growth. I think um, the other idea is um, we're talking about these this this seven general capabilities, mm-hmm. and these general capabilities um, spanning across literacy, numeracy, ICT, critical thinking, you know, personal and inter uh, personal social capabilities, et cetera, et cetera. What, what is needed is that teachers need to have better professional development on how they can explicitly foster those general capabilities. And at the moment, teachers uh, may get a professional development day where they can dive into um, a little bit, let's say, of critical thinking and how do we develop critical thinking in our students. So where I would say is a growth needs to happen is that teachers need the support and continued support. So I would say some type of coaching model within the school um, where they can not only develop those um, areas of their curriculum and, and how they teach them, but give them practical examples and foster the development of the teacher skill in explicitly teaching and developing those essential capabilities for our students. Because if that doesn't happen, um, we can have the best uh, curriculum um, mm-hmm. development syllabus in the world, but um, at the end of the day, teachers are just teaching content, and that's, right. that's not what we, we, we want to see if we want to grow. Teachers are a, 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 an interesting bunch of people, right? So that they, if, if they have to put a mark on something, then it's going to go into a report and it's going to be shown to parents. Schools have to start to say, um, let's not put a number on the way in which we can assess a student's critical thinking about capabilities, but let's put them on a continuum. Like, student, Sam, Sam, I, I want to show you where you are in a critical thinking continuum, and this is how we're going to move you up the, the line up the, the scale and support the student in understanding what it takes to be a good critical thinker and helping them develop those skills and then talking to the student and talking potentially to parents and saying you know this is where we see your son or daughter on, on a continuum and, and we want to push them so it's not an A to E or it's not a, a, a one to pen mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's just um, you're at this particular stage and, and we want to move you forward but teachers need to be professionally developed in the way to do that. And, and it's not, um, you know, sit a test. The, the, the old industrial model is I'm going to teach you some content. I'm going to give you um, some examples to practice that. I'm going to test you and then we're going to start again. Where we, we really see, and educators generally would really see the idea of that model shifting. And that model has to shift in the way in which we help the students you know, achieve the, um, and develop in the content that is essential, but on top of that, adding in the skill set that they need to flourish in, in the real world, such as collaboration or communication. And they need to add that in to part of, as part of the, you know, the traditional, I'm just going to teach you content. It's now I'm going to teach you content and I'm going to teach you how to be a better collaborator or a better communicator or a better critical thinker. So that's the skill set that we want our teachers to foster in our students, but our teachers are not sure how to do that. And that's where, you know, we we think that there needs to be some more work. Finally, Brad, you and indeed New Tech Network Australia 
has a particular passion for design thinking, problem-based learning, critical thinking and self-led learning, you know, all of those essential skills that are on top of the curriculum. Could you briefly define these and explain why you think they are critical to the future of our education system? Well, I think you're absolutely right. We do have a focus on those sort of models of learning. Um, and let's take project-based learning um, as the example. So where traditional learning, as I just mentioned, is um, teacher you know, helps the students understand some content, gives them, lets them practice to regurgitate that content and then tests them and gives them a mark A to E or whatever the mark happens to be. What project-based learning does, it says, well, actually, how does the real world work? Does the real world work in a learn something, something's tested, and then you get a pass mark? And It doesn't work like that. The world works in projects. And your boss will say, I would like you to do X, Y, Z. So there needs to be some critical thinking in that. There needs to be a self-led, self-directed um, approach to doing the work. For example, um, it may be um, using your 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 work, um, Wade, as an example. You know, um, one of your bosses or somebody says, um, we would like a podcast on this particular topic area, or you come up with the topic area. You sit out and put all those challenges, and you try to adapt, and you get the resources in, and you modify them, and you critically think, and you put it all together. But our education system doesn't look like that. So project-based learning is, okay, let's let the students have a little bit of choice in what they learn. Not the content, but the direction they want to take it. Does a student have to hand in an essay or can they hand in a video? Can they hand in a podcast or can they hand in a, uh, a play? So we, we talk about like how can the students you know, develop that in a real-world situation. We want the teachers, you know, when we're talking about critical thinking, we want the teachers to design units of work where they're explicitly um, challenging the students to develop in this idea of critical thinking. The other part is like the student-led, you know, student-led, we would call student-centered learning. Mm -hmm. and, and pretty much really all that means is, is that how do we stop the teacher from talking at the front, talking at the students and getting the students to do the work, to ask the questions, to inquire, to say to the teacher, I've got this idea of this particular component and off they go. Um, and the teacher fosters that uh, rather than just directly um, targets them and saying, you need to learn this piece of information. Uh, the, an example might be, you know, what were 10 causes of uh, World War II? And the students have to regurgitate Point one, one cause was X, Y, Z. Point two, the second one was versus um, getting our students to, we asked the students this, how does the effects of World War II play out in the playground every lunchtime and recess? So you see where, where we want the students to say, well, there might be groups that are factional. There might be particular groups that, um, isolate themselves. There might be groups that target other groups in the school, and they they're not homogenous. They don't get on. They you know they they have some types of discrimination. We want the students to understand the causes, but apply that to their world. So that's where we 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 have our our passions um, and our our direction of the work that we do is to convert that work into real world 
application and and the final part is this how do we get the students to use the information that they learn at school and transfer that to another part of their their life so yeah that's really what we're, we're trying to achieve thank you very much for speaking to education review today that was brad scanlon director of new tech network australia my pleasure wade thanks for having us